You ready? Let's get it. I'm here caught slipping because I don't have any lyrics for you. Oh, I thought you already had it. My bad. Oh, man. Let's see if I can pull something off the top of the dome. Oh, here. man. Um, man. Should we edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might, might want to redo this. Wait, one. wait, wait. Let me see if I can pull something out of my... Uh, dang. <laughs> some of the stuff that I'm thinking of, like it just you're gonna get it right off the back. Maybe, maybe not. Um Federal agents mad because I'm fragrant fragrant. They tap the cell and the phone in the basement. My ten Supremes, they stay clean. Triple beam, lyrical dream, I be that. Can't you see that? All the <laughs> Man, um, gats on, uh, gats on holsters, girls on shoulders. I'm messing up the lyrics. Mm. Playboy, I told you, being nice to me, it proves too much. Cause you lose too much. Step on stage, they boo too much. You lose my touch? Never that. If I did, <laughs> ain't no problem to get the gat. Is that Biggie? Dude, you freaking, yeah, this is Biggie. <laughs> like, you should have gotten that, like, after the first couple of lines, dude. Man, my bad. <clears throat> my bad. I was, I was really thinking hard into it. At first, I was thinking it was, so, but now nah, I'm not. Yeah. I got it. We're good. We're good. We're good. That's, uh, this is <laughs> Chris. <laughs> A.K.A. Crocdad being ill-equipped. <laughs> and this is Rudolph, A.K.A. Rue. And uh, thank y'all that you're listening to Levels Where Culture and Business Converge <laughs> or Collide. <laughs> we might. We, yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a joke. It's because, a inside uh, joke. One episode. What'd you say? You said I business. Th I think I think I said diverge. I didn't I'm even almost. notice it until like I was editing after. Neither was noticed, man. <laughs> it had no no regulation that happening. But yeah, um, what up, Rue? What's happening, brother? What's happening? Before we get into that one, so just thank do? everybody for for those who subscribed and shared and yeah, yeah, yeah. and followed us and sure. uh, continue to support us on this uh, support on this uh, journey. We're getting new follow or new subscribers and different things. Oh, um yeah. shout out to the homie in the Netherlands. Oh yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if it's a dude but yeah. but I mean, the individual can, yeah, the individual homie. Yeah. Homie can be, you know, yeah. girl or guy. Yeah, one. shout out to our the Netherlands connect. <laughs> um hope you're enjoying the show. Most definitely. Um hope Everyone else who's been listening thus far is enjoying uh, this thing that we're doing, man. Right. And just real quick, dude, let's skip the kind of, you know, our usual catching up. Like, yeah, skip what, that. what's, how has this show changed your life? And man. I mean, and not even on some big scale, but just like, what, what, what are you thinking about this? You man. liking it? You, no. you hating it? What, I'm what's, digging what's it. What's what? I'm digging it. And like, I, I enjoy both of our, um, I guess 
versions of the show, like uh, like levels accelerated and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. the typical one because they 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 allow me to to start thinking um thinking about you know uh, life and business around me mm. and, and 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 it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm always like as I go through my 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 day and my life, I'm like, oh man, this is something I might want to talk yeah. about talk about on the show yeah or is it someone maybe we can bring on the show for this this reason and it, it, it it's it's a cool cool avenue because it also allows me to 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 stay focused on on business more yeah rather, rather than like okay i can just be i don't know sitting back watching tv or something like that yeah, I, yeah. i'm like more in tune with with things around me i feel you oh yeah what about you bro um probably a lot of the same and um you know, just as I'm going throughout the day to day, you know, you see different things and you read about it. I think how it's helped me is um, things that I normally wouldn't give two craps about. Right. I'm paying attention. Right. And now that I'm paying ten, now that I'm paying attention, um, I don't know. The, the world seems smaller than what it is, and for then sure. there are a lot of these dots that are being connected for mm. me, and it's it's got me interested more in, in just like the global economy mm. like i'm like one of them just reading stuff about economics and different things that i, I never really had any care to know but right. you know when you start to look at the money and see where how it's generated where it's going you know like man it's all interconnected right this, this interconnected ball of just mess you know <laughs> um right so help it's helped me in that and then um it's giving me stuff to talk about, man. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I'm not much for, for small talk. Right. Um, so I just, if it's, if it's small talk situations, I just don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been a handful, handful no of talk. situations where some of the things that we've talked about on the show, um, they've been like topics, topics of, of conversation, conversation. Right. And like, it's like, Oh, I can add to that conversation and have like some, valid points right and, and people are looking at me like who are you and i'm like oh i just i'm just chris talk dad <laughs> so it's it, it's giving me some some things to talk about just amongst you know friends and family and then even clients um, right so it's i feel like it's making me a little well-rounded so man that's the goal that's the goal yeah um but yeah i'm i'm loving it man like just even some of the impact and some feedback mm-hmm. hearing from some hearing from people um yeah that that always feels good like it, it's it's so worth it it's so worth just like that time that you and i kind of put into this you right. know and it's you know that that driving you drive here and yeah um the text and conversations that we have which <laughs> i think they would probably happen for sure for, for the sure. most outside of it but for it's sure. just like it's more purposeful right and you know we're we're sacrificing that time to do, put this put this together and and seeing the man people just like man this is like i like that and there's been people who <laughs> said like you know like with the lyric stuff they're like man i'm yelling at the radio and i'm like i don't understand why rue doesn't know that i'm like i don't know either <laughs> um but anyways man this has been fun and right. i hope that we can continue to um just get better and mm. make this better and just make this you know a good community where people can come in and I don't know, get whatever they're getting out of it because that's the other thing I'm learning that the I 
the things that people I'm hearing from people, one, everybody who's giving me feedback, it's all like phone conversation. I'm like, can y'all leave a comment? Right. Like, <laughs> Come on, like, leave some comments on this I bad mean, boy. It, people are like, you know, I got the the line into the bat phone. It's like, <laughs> bro, like just <laughs> leave a comment. Right. Um, but it's cool to, to listen and hear what people are getting out of it. Agree. It's Agreed. just like different things and things that we're not even really like that seed that we're planting, so to speak. Exactly. Like, it's just like, I didn't know it was going to produce this fruit. Um, but anyways, um, what do we got on our show today? We got a nice little oh, yeah. we got interview a nice little with segment. Heather. Oh, yeah. I'm um, excited about that. Today. And um, I guess let's get into, is it Money Moves? Money Moves. That make money move. Yeah. So first off on the Money Moves segment, we have... Um, uh, the individual we talked about in episode two, it's uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> oh, <no>. West. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Oh, yeah. And their police is going to be after us the today. The police are after us. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, we're bringing her back. Why um, do they hate? <laughs> <laughs> so we're bringing, we're bringing her back um, because of scams. Um, it's actually on pace to become the next billion dollar company. Oh, it's huge. Um, unicorn. Yeah, exactly. And um, we were, man, we were following them a little, little bit. And um, after the initial launch, they sold out, sold out of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so they had a, a huge, massive relaunch and a restock, and it actually was more successful than the initial first, launch. First and wave. It, and it, it net millions in just minutes. Hmm. Um, so they're almost <laughs> sold out again. Man, I need to get is, some of that. Which Not is, for um, me, <laughs> of course. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's going on? But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, can you imagine just being in business and, like, every time you put product out, it's gone. Yeah. And you have to just, that that's a, I well, mean, to me, that's a great, playing, great model. If I played, if I'm playing devil's advocate, a lot of people are going to say, well, it's the Kardashians and, you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 And it's just, they didn't start out that way. Right. I mean, that's years in the making. And right. I have no dog in this fight. So hopefully nobody gets upset with me, but <laughs> I, I got to respect, I respect the hustle. I, I respect, I respect the hustle. I, I definitely, I've had some conversations. Um, I had one conversation in particular with, um, like the homie, a closest like with relative Kim? about the Kim Kardashian oh. episode. And they brought up some valid points and right. it's just like, man, at the end of the day, like it's current Mm -hmm. it's you know and it's business and it's all we're trying to do event. is just like hey talk about this particular event but i'm not mad i'm yeah. not mad i mean if anything i'm just like okay what's the what's the the algorithm you know yeah, like how can yeah. i can how can i get to that level not to say right. that i want to be like a billionaire it would be awesome but mm -hmm. that's not my heart's desire right um but dude, you can't be mad about that. Not at all. I mean, it's <laughs> like, hey, you can't you can't hit the player. Yeah, hate the game. <laughs> hate Don't the hate game. the player. Hate the game. That's is that big? No, that's not big. That's ice ice t ice cube ice t ice, ice t. t ice yeah. t yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Um, well, so who else we got? Um, who we got about next? time we you you. I should give oh, you one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because <dude>. <laughs> he did his. This is the first time I think you've had a. Uh, uh, a money moves and it's like let me pull kim k out of the back pocket <laughs> exactly man i got two of them this time brother who you got to, you got today i don't got. have anybody come on no, man. i don't have nobody <laughs> <laughs> well um uh the second one is actually going to be the sister um kylie jenner she actually kylie. 
just sold um, 51% of the cosmetic company, um, of her cosmetic company, to um, for big bucks. Yeah, for a lot of money. Um, I think, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Is it Cody or Cody? Um, but they're a company that owns uh, Cl- Clorol or Clairol. Um, CoverGirl and Max Factor, just big, yeah, you know, big, big, big companies. House, yeah. Um, but I mean, she sold it for six hundred million dollars. That's good for her. That's that's bank right there. And she still owns what forty nine percent. Still owns forty nine percent of it. So mm. it's just, I mean, so I mean, it's still going to be a, a cash cow for her for what sure. What would you say to somebody who is maybe like, man, screw the Kardashians and and but they're like, how saying, can I, you know, how can I be like them or how can we? even be I wouldn't say be like them but just like I think anybody would want to go into business and like the whole yeah. the whole goal about business in my opinion the whole goal about business is for legacy purposes yeah 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 and uh, so you that means you either want to pass the business down to like family mm-hmm. or you want to sell that business and pass the money down to family I mean, right. that's right. I feel like that's yeah two goals at least in my opinion some people might yeah. have different goals but that's my opinion on, on business yeah so you wouldn't, you would just say, keep trying, kid. <laughs> if, in terms of trying to, well, if somebody wanted to copy that, like what did, oh, if someone wanted to copy that, man, that's a good question. I, I feel like it, it's just, they, they use their, I think we talked about this before, they, we use their, inf, they use their influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they built the following. Yeah. And they, they use they that capitalized, following. Capitalized. Capitalized on that. Tapped into that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like they tapped into that following and, and, and grew businesses. I mean, people may say overnight when. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think it's been overnight. It's not not at all overnight because they they had to had a long time to build that following, had years mm-hmm. and years of doing that before they even started the businesses. Yeah, that, that became you know the this this huge success. Yeah, and then and then at the, at that time, obviously, I think Kylie had the business for a couple of years now, or it just it hasn't been that long. Right. But now she decided to sell part of it, which is I feel like it's a good move. Well, good for her. Yeah. Well, I guess moving along, um, we got for we got for trending and current slash trending topics. Yeah, who we, who um, we got? Our weed smoking buddy, Mister Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's going? I on? I like Elon, man. What's he's going? he's a weird guy. He is a weird dude. I think he's exceptionally brilliant. But I, uh, I I think a lot of the billionaires <laughs> are weird. They have to be weird in order yeah. to get there, in my opinion. Um, this is so Tesla. Tesla right. has released a new truck, cyber truck, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I believe they already have about 145,000 orders for the truck. Um, Man. That thing looks like a piece of shit. It, it I'm, looks, a, it looks I'm sorry. Weird, bro. I'm it looks sorry. real weird. Excuse my language for uh, anybody listening to this. Cause it looks it looks like a tank. Like It looks like a... I don't know how to even describe it's like it. Some, it. If I... <laughs> it doesn't look like a truck. I if I, say if that. I like opened up the paint app on Microsoft and just like start <laughs> making a truck, throwing like, stuff on there, like it looked. I like mean, that. it. I think for the functionality, I mean, it's awesome. I don't know, but honestly. it doesn't fit like Tesla's model, like with all their other vehicles. You no, know, that's the, yeah, the vehicles that's, are pretty sleek, and that doesn't look sleek at all. No, it's just it's the opposite, right? Like it's Complete opposite. It's, I mean, that triangular looking obtuse whatever whatever (laughs) shape that is man that thing just looks like crap right right um but i I think it's gonna have more um i I think i can't remember all the stats but in terms of like vehicle performance Mm -hmm. like it's gonna outwork a truck and then drive i mean you can have as much fun with it 
like driving a sports car. Really? Um, and then I think starting out at 39.9, which I don't know if, I mean, I'm not into Tesla all that much. I know you said you wanted to get like a Model X or something. Like what are the, what are their cars usually start out at? You know? um, so depending on which one you want, but like they have that, I think the Model 3 is, is around like, I think, 30,000 so yeah. 30 40,000 so it's that one is very affordable um I wanted the um the S I want the S mm-hmm. um and that one I mean that, that's, that's the big boy right there how much is that one? So that one so depending on which like feet all the features you want um but the one I'm looking at like I that I want is uh I mean it's like a six-figure car right there for sure for sure like 110 yeah like we're talking like like I mean it can be even more depending on if you want like the full, I'm not even full like package. flinching over here because my Range Rover I want is like 140, <laughs> 150. <laughs> right. So like, 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 like if you if you talk about getting like you want the big boy, you want like the big, um, because they don't have engines, yeah. they have big batteries. So the yeah, you want the, like the big big boy battery. I mean, it it get 150 like plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. Um, and and I, I would like the X for 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 M. Um, so I mean, she she's more of the SUV fan. I, yeah, I, I like I like the cars, but yeah. Uh, this is personal personal preference. No, well, uh, they def they got some. Um, they were in the news just because they were doing some the testing of the anti shatter glass, and they threw this <laughs> metal ball at it, and it shattered. Yeah. Actually, it didn't. It, it, didn't, it, it didn't shatter. It, it didn't shatter, but it's more. It it did what tempered glass is supposed to right. do. Right. It just it it doesn't shatter and break. It it'll crack and fracture, but it's still. Uh, hold so no one gets hurt. Right. Um, so the I, I give. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to mention like if you think about that, um, the pre-order. Like so, you said one hundred forty-six thousand people pre-ordered. One hundred and forty. Yes. So one hundred forty-five thousand. So so if you put that into like you know numbers terms, um, I think they had to put a hundred dollar like down payment or pre-order fee. Yeah. If you equate that 100 times 146, that's 14 million dollars right there and mm. just and that's interest-free loan. Yeah, that's just And they got that in 24 hours. That's actually pretty brilliant, man. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Interest-free loan so for 24 hours. That's just, you know, no refundable just for you even like reserve the right yes. to even order this thing. Right. You got to put 100 bucks down and you know, you could say like, "Oh, this is going towards the car," but right. you know, you being the person who creates the pricing can make right. it to be whatever you want, and that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I wonder who's buying this thing. If somebody that we know who lives in Austin, like Rue and I, would like to take a little test drive in it. Definitely. I mean, it looks cool on the inside. I can't get over the. the I can't exterior. get over. Yeah, the exterior yeah. is just like, what is that thing? It's like some. I wouldn't even say like Mad Max, man. It's just it's it's, it's different. It's hella different. It hella different. It definitely different. is. Um, I don't know, man. I I would if I had to give this one of our our levels scale on the scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. ten being like immaculate level. Man, I'd probably give it like a four. What would you give it? Like. What do you what do you mean you give it a four? Just the just the vehicle well, itself so or the I, whole launch? Again, so I am I'm gonna be honest with you. I am not a car person. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those guys who is like, I'm gonna pull this seven twenty seven three fifty engine's got this oil, blah 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 blah. Same. Like not that guy. Same. Not that guy. I'm aesthetics. I've said that time and time and again. Right. It's it's just how it looks mm-hmm. and how I might feel in that thing. 
Um, so based judging this purely off the looks of it. Oh, the I'm looks. Just, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Now, when I've read just some of the the characteristics of the vehicle in terms of like towing capacity yeah. and things like that, like it is exceptional if right. it actually is going to do those things. Right. But I don't really care for that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, I'm a guy who wants a Range Rover. <laughs> just because it looks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and those are known for being inside somebody's shop at all times right like the rule of thumb is you buy one buy two (laughs) because one of them is going to be in the shop (laughs) man Uh, so like if if that was the i guess the the deciding factor alone just the looks like aesthetics like i I would say i would probably give it a three as well to be honest with you um but like in terms of like you mentioned the features it does outperform every every everything that, that is out there right which is which is i mean a big thing if you're looking for those features but yeah, yeah. just the looks yeah i don't i'm not not too much of a fan i feel you but i do like what tesla did in terms of gaining 14 million dollars in 24 hours that that no that's a hell of a move man <laughs> i mean that's a heck of I, if a move. i i mean i i would love to play around in the subscription slash that kind of arena right um because you're as i mean it's sure just numbers. Exactly. Volume. I mean, you could say like, oh, just 10 bucks, but 10 bucks at 100 million or a million. I mean, right. that's a lot. It is um, a lot. So, it is a lot. Anyways, you, you got anything else? No, nah, that's what we got for today. Well, let's get into our uh, interview. Let's with do a special it. person. All right. Well, we have a guest and. We're, which we're happy to be speaking with today. Her oh, name yeah. is Heather Helms. Uh, Heather is a business coach and mentor, and she's actually my sister, sister-in-law, but <laughs> still my sister. Oh, yeah. Um, what's up, Heather? What up? Hey. What's Gucci? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, hanging in there. What's the weather Enjoying like? Enjoying this nice southern fall that we are having um that i've never experienced 70 degrees at the end of november so that's you know a little strange but um yeah i mean it's it's great how long have you been out there in charleston yeah we've been here it will be a year in january oh oh yeah yeah so almost a year and so i survived my first summer which was (laughs) Which was, I mean, to you guys, I I cannot even begin to tell you. Everyone told me, you know, what it was going to be like, but I was absolutely not prepared for the heat that was Charleston in the summer. Oh, so man. Just to give some people who don't know you some frame of reference, where are you from to so where you cannot do I this am heat? from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, go blue. Ice go blue. cold. Go blue. Yes, ice cold, ice cold. Um, you know, four seasons. Yeah. Um, four extreme seasons, <laughs> and uh, so so what I experienced here has just been so not normal. Um, but I I'm enjoying it now. Mm-hmm. Now that it's not 114 degrees and 90 <laughs> yeah. percent humidity, it's it's great right now. I I love it. No, it's nice here right now. We got about 70 degrees, which is oh, beautiful. You wish it could be yep. this way. 70 and sunny. That's what it's been like like for the past few weeks, which has just been great. Nice. Our last 90 degree day was actually Halloween. 
Nice. I went, we went trick or treating, you know, cause <laughs> I have a little boy, five year old son. <clears throat> um, Chris's nephew, his name is Clark. And AKA the shark. We, Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> the we shark. went trick or treating. I went trick or treating in a tank top. So that was weird. Nice. You're like, what is going on around here? Usually be bundled yes. up with your costume yes. over all your yes. <laughs> winter <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> your winter <laughs> gear and maybe yeah. some, like maybe your costume will fit over it. Maybe it won't. Right. <laughs> so one of the things I will say, Heather, so um, you know, and I want you to kind of maybe touch on just what you your I guess the past call it ten years if in a quick washing machine, quick down and dirty, mm-hmm. like, hey, from ten years until now, like what have you yeah. done to like get to this point? Right, right. It's an interesting story. Um, honestly. So I ten years ago, actually is a little over ten years ago, but <clears throat> I began working for a large gymnastics facility in Ann Arbor. And I quickly worked my way up um, while I was in college. And then after I graduated college, the owner of the gym reached out to me and we had a very long meeting because I was a, I was a business um, student at Eastern Michigan University. Um, so I graduated with my business degree. Um, I majored in marketing and my minor was in uh, business management. So, mm-hmm. Um, after I graduated college, the owner of the gym approached me with a um, manager position, a general manager position at the gym. So we worked out um, basically like my employee package and everything. And, and I agreed to um, move more from the coaching floor because I was a gymnastics coach um, over to the administrative side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, for about five years, I juggled both. I was able to coach competitive gymnastics as well as manage the gym. And about five years into it, I got pregnant with my <laughs> awesome little guy. So, um, after I had him, we made the decision to step away from the gymnastics coaching part of it because it also required a lot of travel, yeah. um, to where I was able to devote myself solely to managing the gym, which it was actually kind of perfect timing because we had just moved, we had just built a new facility and we doubled our staff as well as our enrollment. Mm-hmm. So um, I went from having to manage 16 employees to now 38 employees wow. and to upkeep 600 children to now we have a little over 1200 children. So you're still, are, are you still involved with that? I am. Wow, I didn't know that. I am. Yes, I can tell you like the whole story when when we meet for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but um, so yes, so that was was basically what happened. And I had been the general manager of Gym America in Ann Arbor, Michigan, for twelve years now. Mm-hmm. Um, about three and a half years ago, I started to get really bored, and it came the time when my son was. It, right around um, three years old, mm-hmm. where he was becoming much more independent, didn't require, you know, 24-7, mom, I need this, I need that. He was in preschool now, and we had an amazing, amazing system um, of, of people back in Michigan who were so special to us that helped so much with, with my little boy, where yeah. it awarded me some extra time. 
And because of that, I started looking into starting my own business. Um, So when I originally started my own business, it was all like social media based. I was social media consulting for some small businesses. And then I was also coaching um, people on social media. And about a year ago, I pivoted um, because although like I'm still like well versed with, with social media, I was as many um, entrepreneurs do. I, I started, you know, being interested and I saw this other option out there. And then I found this market out there that really needed at, like full on business coaching, which is what I preferred to do anyway, simply because I love all aspects of business, not just the marketing side of yeah. things. So, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Why, why'd you yeah. start with the social media marketing aspect or how did you even I, get to that point? Initially? Yeah. So, so good question. The reason why that was my initial, um, you know, interest is because I think we are finally seeing, and by we, I mean business owners mm-hmm. and it's not actually people our age. It's more or less older business, um, okay. owners, you know, 45 plus they're finally adopting the fact that social media is not going anywhere. Number one, number two, not only is it not going anywhere, if you are not utilizing it, you're, you're going to fall behind. Yeah. So you saw a void in that older kind of demographic of business owners. mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Smart. Yeah. A big time because they, they, they understood the importance, right? These people are typically fairly smart. Um, but they didn't know how to use it. They didn't know which platform they should be using. They didn't know um, how to review like analytics. So, so, and because of all of that, their, um, their strategy was non-existent. Yeah. It it was lacking in every possible way. Um, So I started formulating some, business offerings that basically we did some like from the very ground up, like we would build out their account. And then I would do some like the strategy packages where we would work on like content and when to post it and how to post it and Mm. um, all that kind of stuff. So that's how it originally started. And so from there is now morphed Mm -hmm. into more i mean what's your demographic and what's yeah so so my ideal client is a female business owner um from the ages of 25 to 35 Mm -hmm. she has either she's either not started her business yet or is in the very early stages of starting her business Mm. Mm -hmm. and i typically prefer working with online business owners um i have done a few brick and mortar business owners as well but i prefer working with online entrepreneurs yeah so what what made you um i guess have that pivot because i feel like that's a good lane to be in initially uh when Mm -hmm. you're when you're i guess targeting that that um maybe older demographic who is not too uh, social media savvy because i mean there's a lot of business owners who (laughs) have no no idea what's going on oh my god so many so, so many, myself included. <laughs> exactly. I, I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there, definitely there with you. Um, but I, I was just curious, what made you make that pivot to like that? Why? Young, why did I pivot? 
Right. Yeah, absolutely. So number one, because that's who I am, mm-hmm. um, it's first and foremost. So I, I know, you know, like what people my age are looking for and what they're in need of. Right. And number two, I had a chance to really reflect on my past years in um, the corporate world. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of looked at it and reviewed it and, and tried to reminisce on the times that I felt the most fulfilled and I was the most excited. Mm-hmm. And the time in which I was, you know, where my cup was really, really full was the year that we moved from our old gymnastics gym to our new gymnastics gym and the scaling that took place that year was Mm. so much Mm. fun and it was so challenging yeah but it was i was never bored yeah and i was always challenged and i felt like i was just climbing this never-ending mountain um (laughs) because like around you know like every single turn was like oh here's here's an here's another um explosion so you're like how okay how can we fix this and then um the next turn here's here's a here's a waterfall that we have to like there were so many challenges along the way Mm. and that was so uh exciting for me and and provided you know a level of passion that i i didn't it was like i was hungry for something i didn't even know i was hungry for do you feel Um, like you uh you thrive in chaos that's i was was about to say i'm kind of the same way i kind of do (laughs) um yeah I, i mean i kind of do i think that it's it's funny because chris you don't know this about me but i hate puzzles okay like I despise them. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and my son both like love them and they'll sit there. They could sit there for like an hour doing a puzzle and I freaking hate them. Um, but when it comes to like the business side of it and like startups and you know, new businesses, it is like a big puzzle almost. Yeah, right. And you, you're kind of finding like what works best for, for them and their ideal client. And yeah. um, okay. So you get one piece that fits perfect but it shifted this other piece over here. So now we have to go over here and, and tweak this a little bit more to get this just perfect. So this other piece has the ability to fit in. Mm. Um, so I think that that is to answer your question, like why I initially pivoted from social media coaching mm-hmm. to business coaching and like startup coaching. What what made you uh, choose primarily women? Is that I guess you just found that lane to be something that you prefer, or just just curious? So the initial reason behind it is, you know, I think we're in a really <laughs> we're in a very unique time. Yeah. Um, in, in many ways, right now, um, you two have experienced it as men of color. Mm-hmm. I have experienced it in a very very different way. Um, but all, regardless, a very unique time. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's a really cool time to be a girl. Mm. And I think that we are seeing a shift with how, um, women treat other women. Yeah. Mm. And I want, I just really want this to, I don't want it to be trendy, I want this to be like a forever shift. Yeah. And what better way than 
going out there and, you know, networking with these women, providing them with an education um, uh, and helping them build something that can help their lives, that can further their careers, that can provide for their families. Mm. I mean, it's just, so that was initially why um, I labeled my ideal client as a female entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So you wanted to be a part of that yes. wave or um, yes. you, you want to yes. make a, yeah, that makes sense. You want to be a, a ripple in that wave that was going on. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. That I want to awesome. make an impact in other women's lives mm-hmm. and I want to show them um, that they can do it, you know, especially for age, for women in that age group between the ages of 25 and 35. As you guys know, so much, regardless of, of gender, so much happens in those 10 years. Right. Um, I mean, Chris, Chris is a perfect example. He got married. He moved. He had a baby. <laughs> all within, like, those 10 years. That so much happened. <laughs> and all of that happened to me, too. I got engaged. I got married. I had a child. And I moved all within that 10-year span. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of chaos that happens in internally in that 10 year span. So I wanted to be a like calming and, you know, I don't like the word cheerleader because I'm not, I just don't, but you know, like (laughs) to be their biggest, (laughs) to be their biggest um, cheerleader. Well, there's, there's certainly something about building a community with Mm -hmm. like-minded people and Mm -hmm. also using, Mm -hmm. You know, there's some of the things that we themes that we have in the show is about, you know, the journey, the journey, but also yeah. influence and using your influence to like build somebody's life. That's right. that's impactful. I mean, right. more so than having a million followers, like it'd be cool to have that. But just to have your hand in somebody's life and interweave yeah. these different things, these different nuances about business and help them with, um, you know, putting that all together right? And, I mean, yeah. and then allowing them to basically create a means for themselves. Like that is, that's huge. That is yeah. that, that's yeah. real big. And, and, and you, you mentioned about like um, impacting like just other women's lives. Um, who was it? Or I mean, like where did that come from? Did someone impact you in your life or was there a woman in your mm. life that impacted you? Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> so, mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, there has been. Um, I would say one of the most impactful women in my life has, has in fact, been my boss. Um, Mm. And that's the owner of the gymnastics facility in Ann Arbor. Her name is Claudia. She has been in business for herself for over 42 years. Wow. Um, Yeah, yeah. And we recently actually not not that long ago at all less than a year ago her and i had a just kind of like a a day to reminisce about where her business started and and where it is now and i i i have no idea if either of you guys are aware but the sport of gymnastics has experienced at like legitimate turmoil in the past three years yeah yeah. and because of that yeah And because of that, we have had to make many, many, many much-needed shifts in our culture and Mm. and in um, the way that we teach young children and young girls. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I think that that started 
the ability for me to see her in a different light. Yeah. Um, so but she has been so inspiring to me, um, having dealt with many, many um, uphill battles in her 42 years of business um, and adversity as a female business owner. Um, so that was, I think she is probably, if I had to name, you know, my most inspirational female um, person in my life, it would definitely be her. Nice. That's awesome. So, so um, now that since I, I guess what was that a direct result of of what caused you to kind of uh, be that impact to other women, or I guess was that just something that just naturally? That, that I think was something that kind of just came naturally to me. I have gotcha. been so lucky to work with only women for basically my entire life. Mm. Um, and because as you know, gymnastics is a, is typically dominated by, by females. Um, there are so many amazing male gymnasts out there too. The gym that I am the manager of, we, again, we have almost 1200 kids. Um, 95% of those are girls. Wow. Wow. And then I've also had the opportunity to work with amazing, amazing female coaches. Um, so I think that it's just really been a driving force my entire um, time I've been in the workforce. And again, kind of just going back to this day and age that we are in right now, um, I think that we as as women need to continue to surround ourselves, you know, with, with other powerful women yeah. and boost one another up. Yeah. No, I, it's funny you say this because uh, just, I believe, yesterday, Ru and I were having a conversation about, or I was just telling him that I think it's cool and I want to see more women inside oh, yeah. the business entrepreneurial space. Um, mm-hmm. I will admit, as a man, <laughs> like, um, we don't have all, we don't always have all the answers. And just yeah. in some of my experiences of working with women, man, they, they think differently. I mean, for they sure. think about stuff that is not even on the radar for most men. Yeah. For sure. And mm-hmm. I think you need that. And it's a balance. You need that in most places. I mean, back when I was actually, you know, working in the working world, you know, I <laughs> would look to see if they had women in leadership. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things for me. If they had women, and it doesn't matter what kind of woman, but if they had a woman and then if they had, uh, different people from different backgrounds and leadership. Yeah. Mm. Um, that yep. was important for me uh, as a black man yeah. to right. see that and that showed that, okay, they care and they actually, yeah. um, they actually want to grow with what their space because I think t- in order to do that, you need the right people. And I've worked mm-hmm. in environments where everybody was one and the same and those uh, yeah, really, you get stagnant, you get stagnant <laughs> real quick. Uh, yeah, uh, I can only imagine. I mean, and obviously, uh, you know, moving from where we lived before yeah. where I live now in, in Metro Detroit, it is, it is Chris knows because that's where Chris is from. Yeah. It is such a beautiful melting pot of so many amazing people. Mm. Um, and moving down here to Charleston, South Carolina, it is... Um, so so different Mm. and i i don't see as much of those you know gorgeously diverse workplaces down here as i did in in, at home 
Yeah. Um, and home, I mean Michigan, because um, that will always be my home. But uh, <laughs> so, so it's it's really really interesting, um, Chris, and I'm sure you've experienced such a similar thing moving oh, sure. from Metro Detroit um, to uh, Texas. Yeah, um, for sure. For and sure. it's really it, it makes such a big difference. Like it's so so. And if you haven't experienced it, um, I urge you like to go out there and and jump into a workplace who is, you know, interested in hiring all different kinds of people. For sure. Um, because they have so much to bring to the table in exactly. so many different viewpoints and opinions in different ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And when you have such well round a well rounded atmosphere like that, it's it's beautiful and it creates such an amazing community um, that I I urge you to look into making that shift if you are so lucky to have that for ability. Sure. I would definitely agree with that. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So my question, or <clears throat> I guess moving forward, if I'm a woman and I am you know, I'm kind of thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I have this unique skill or service or whatever, and I, <laughs> I want to make that leap into starting my business. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, I think I have it all. I think I have the tools. I, yeah. I don't know everything about getting out there. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, we are past cross, you know, what, what would that dialogue be between the two of us? Or, I mean, how, how would you go about helping that person out? Yeah. Woman out, excuse so, me, not the person. Cause I'm a woman. Right. In scenario. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I find typically what ends up happening at the very beginning of a working relationship with myself and the client is getting all of the ideas out of their head and on to something, yeah. either document or onto paper, because as, as both of you know, um, we, we get all these ideas in our heads and we're so excited. And, Mm -hmm. but, but because of that, it almost paralyzes you. You don't know how to move forward. I have this idea for this and then we could do this and, and then we could start doing, trying this. And there, there's almost inability to, I don't want to say an inability to focus, but an inability to really pinpoint what it is that we're going to start with. And that's one of the beauties of owning your own business is just because you started with something does not mean that you have to stick to that path your entire career. Um, So really getting to to answer your question, Chris, the first (coughs) bit of dialogue and the first few um, days that I work with a client, it's really just getting all of these ideas out of their head. And, and taking a look at them, and I try and get an idea of which one of these ideas that they feel the most aligned with, mm. that they feel the most passionate about, it's ultimately that will make a good business, yeah. right? Because there has to be a market for the idea. You can sell any idea. You honestly can. There mm-hmm. is someone out there who would buy it. Right. But you have to make sure if this is going to be their only, you know, form of income, it's got to be successful and we have to have, we we have to have a market for it. So that's kind of how my uh, relationships tend to start off when I, when I first start working with a client Mm -hmm. 
and then we go into much more like in-depth you know um practices where we formulate their offer like we figure out what it is you know that they're going to be selling um and and we if it's going to be like a course right like an online course well how long is your online course going to be mm-hmm. where are you going to host this online course yeah okay let's talk about marketing it we because we have to speak directly to people who are trying to sell it to so what are their pain points mm-hmm. what's causing them to not be able to sleep at night right and you get as emotional as possible here because the more um, emotional, like the more emotionally charged pain points that you're able to get from your ideal client, the easier it is going to be to sell. Wow. And then we start pricing, which is my favorite thing to work on um, with women because for some reason, and I'm guilty of it too. I, I've done it to myself. Uh, we, are always severely underpricing ourselves and mm. our abilities. So that's why do you think we, we that really, is? Oh God! I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say that's just something. I mean, I I had that struggle, right? Just with what I do, and I don't. You know, know if you heard my ultimately, rant. Ultimately, <laughs> do you think it's like a, a right. self self worth thing, or I don't know if it's self worth. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's simpler than that. Mm. I honestly think it's a mindset struggle. It's yeah. like this weird imposter syndrome that, that creeps in and it start. it's this, that stupid voice in your head that says, Oh, there's five other girls out there doing this. I'm nothing special. <laughs> or, Oh, I've, this is, this is the first time I've launched a business. I don't have, I don't have results. Right, I don't have social proof. Yeah, there's no way I can charge that much. Yeah, you know, oh, it's it's uh, you know, my I I don't have a good website. Yeah, I don't have a great social media presence. There's no way they're gonna pay. That. Well, and that's what it is. <laughs> that it's makes that, sense. Yeah, it's that constant self sabotage that we yeah. all are guilty of in one in one form or another. Yeah, at some stage in our life that has talked them down from pricing themselves what they're actually worth. Mm-hmm. So, so along those lines, um, what, what, uh, I guess, what are some maybe common struggles that you see in startup businesses that, that you've like maybe noticed in the past? What are what are some of the the common struggles that I've seen in some of with some of the clients that I've had a chance to work with? Yeah, mindset problems, money problems, mm-hmm. and productivity problems. Mm. Dang, I need to write okay. that one down. Right so, there. oh yeah, like those are the three biggest things. It is like it's a like constant battle with those three areas: mindset, so, mindset money, and productivity, and productivity. Yeah, because so, they'll, what the, they'll do. Can you we guys, dive deeper into that with, one? Yeah, the productivity one. Well, no, all three. <laughs> okay, so mindset is kind of like similar to what we just like spoke about, right? Where right. they're constantly sabotaging themselves to the point of paralysis, where mm. they're in, incapable of moving forward with anything because yeah. they've already talked themselves out of it. Yeah. Um, and their their money issues. It's not money coming in that's the problem. It's it's they don't know how to price themselves number one or scale Mm. where to you where to shift that money right so um i'm getting all these clients in and i 
have to start turning people away. No, what you need to do is you need to hire help. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. need to hire help. So you need to uh, allow that, you know, okay, I'll come help you in a minute, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Um, sorry. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's like the money struggle. And the productivity struggle is that this is often times their first try at working for themselves. Yeah. They don't mm. have someone giving them deadlines. Yeah. They don't have someone telling them what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and when it needs to be done by. Yeah. So, so they have a very hard time scheduling their day or their week or their month because they've never had to do it before. Right. Um, so, so it's just really shining a light and, and giving them different tools um, to set up for future success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you typically, um, so I guess with those three, um, I guess, common struggles, is mm -hmm. that something you, you hit on right away or do you hit on it? when I guess if that comes up um, with that. So, with no, that I hit on it regardless oh, of okay. if it comes up because one thing that I have found a lot of times back to the mindset thing, mm -hmm. nobody has this problem except for me, hmm. right? <laughs> we all think we're alone in our problem. Mm, so yeah. I don't wait for my <laughs> clients to bring up the problem because I already know it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I never, I never wait for them to prompt me um, with, like giving those trainings it's already <coughs> scheduled out when when they they sign on to a coaching contract with me um i already know like what trainings we're, we're going to go over with um because all of our problems are the same yeah, all yeah, of yeah. our struggles are the same and although we think we're the only ones struggling with it um and there's a level of you know embarrassment that comes along with it we've all dealt with it so, so what better way than to shine a spotlight on it and take the power away that it has and, you know, let's learn about it, acknowledge it, number one, right? Learn about it, number two. And then number three, uh, let's move past it. And this yeah. is how we're going to move past it. No, that's good. One of the things, just going back to the whole pricing deal, um, one of my mentors, <laughs> used to say, or he still says this to me, is like, the only person who's afraid of the number is you. Right. And just yep. Get put it, yep. it's put true. it out there and keep going. I mean, yep. and That's true. when you, I and you know what else? Go ahead. You know what else I found is so interesting, you guys, is that when we give people our pieces, we have this way of almost like talking ourselves out of it. For sure. So, mm -hmm. so you're you're on a call or you're you or you're on a, a site visit with someone. Yeah. You you go through everything. Okay, you get the quote ready. You you submit the quote to them, and then you you devalue everything, right. or you talk or you discount everything. Yeah. What we need to do as business owners provide them the quote or the price and stop talking exactly uh, i had to learn that lesson like i just mm -hmm. really learned that lesson this year yeah. um right yep. like the first couple of months of me doing mm -hmm. my own thing because you know it's this everything that you're saying because it's like man who am i like who am i to yeah. be putting these giving these mm -hmm. you know, these numbers and with my proposals they're pretty much competitive with the market right and so um you would think oh new business owner your numbers should be 
a little bit lower and it's like, nah, I'm trying to scale a business here. I'm trying to build a business. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm thinking to myself. But then I I put it out there. I'm like, ah, man, that's too high. Like you think Mm -hmm. these people are going to pay for this? And and you, you start to, you know, have that internal conflict with yourself and it's just like, Hey buddy, like either you're going to do this or you're not going to do this. That's, Mm -hmm. that's like a, that's a very similar thing. I was, I I had to, my mentor kind of tell me is that don't try to, um, devalue yourself based on yeah. you know, your own pocketbook like oh yeah it's huge a lot of people are like um yep. i don't know if i would spend two thousand dollars on this <laughs> but like mm-hmm. but uh, so mm-hmm. i don't know if i should price it at two thousand dollars but it's like yep. you're not buying it right. <laughs> like right like you're, you're providing that the product so yeah. that that's a that's a common struggle for sure for sure i can definitely see that yeah, it definitely is and i just i see it so often in in this small business world is we, we drop it, right? We give them the price. We, we supply them with a the quote yeah. and then, Oh, but if you don't want this, we can take this off. And <laughs> Oh, if you sign up right now, I'll discount it. Like, yeah. no, just stop talking. Yeah. Like right. shut up, <laughs> give yep. them the price. And, and now it's in their hands. Right. So with some of your clients, what have, what, what have been some just, I guess, complete 180 stories where you oh my god i it's so funny you asked because i literally (laughs) had one that happened on thursday and it seriously it made my day let's hear it if you can like it made my life yes (laughs) i have a client reach out to me she's like we can do what's called an sos call which is basically like a 15 minute here we go you're the client is having a block whatever that is you need to get on a phone call right away and we have to work through this. So mm. she sends me a message, Heather, do you have any time for an SOS call today? I was like, yeah, I actually do. So can you, can, can I give you a call in, you know, 25 minutes? She says, yes. So I call her and we start talking and um, I say, what, what is it? Like what it, there is a problem that you're experiencing. Let's get it out of your head and let's come up with a solution that you feel good about, that you feel aligned with. So she word vomits this issue that she's having. And basically the problem was um, she was going to be releasing something on Black Friday um, for this like Black Friday promo that she was doing. Mm -hmm. And she didn't feel good about it. Uh It, It wasn't that the program wasn't good. It wasn't that the price was not competitive. She simply did not feel good about it, and she didn't know why. Hmm. So I started diving into it, and to make a very long story short, what ended up happening is that she did not feel that releasing it on Black Friday was was the best option, Hmm. and that she thought the price was a little bit too high, and, and she didn't have enough social proof like those three areas basically. And by social proof, basically what I mean is that she hadn't gotten enough results from other clients um, that she's worked with to release this larger offer that mm. she's been working on. So she, she word vomited all this up to me, like <laughs> really let all of her stress out. And you know what I told her? I said, don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling this right now, don't do it. Yeah, don't force it. And she she needed permission. Mm. She she needed to be empowered to make a choice that was best for her, mm. best for her business, and best for her future clients. 
So what we ended up doing I, in a 15-minute phone call was we, we, we created an entire new program that was no longer going to be um, like a one-on-one type of thing, not a one-on-one coaching, but it's going to be a hybrid program where it's half group and half one-on-one. Mm. And she felt so much less stressed and, and so excited when we got off the phone. Mm. So we, I gave her like a, <clears throat> we have these like offer formulation templates basically where you um, fill out the whole form and, and after you've completed it, you have like your offer. So she is working on an offer formulation for this new idea that her and I crafted on that SOS call. Um, and she's going to be sending it to me this week to review. So, but it was just the shift in her. She picked up the phone that day. Hey, Heather, (laughs) very, you know, monotone, very down on herself. (laughs) And when she, when we got off of the call, I could, you know, you can tell when people are smiling because it changes their voice. I think it's called something, but I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. She was smiling so big and it made my heart like so happy, so happy for her. So, so happy for her future clients. So happy for her family. Um, She was just like a a new girl, a new person after, after that 15 20 minute call. How, how long have you been doing this? I was, I was, I was going to, um, it will be two years in February. Yeah. And two years. What's the, what's the biggest change that you've seen in, in yourself? Ooh, mm, just in the past couple of years. A mindset shift mm. for sure. A hundred percent. And, and, and because what when way? I started, yeah, yeah. When I started off, when I was, when I started off with like the social media coaching, I just, I never thought people would pay me to help them. You know, it's the same struggles that we just talked about. There's so so many of us. The same, you went through the same struggles that you're helping your clients get through. Absolutely. And that's what I (laughs) hear. I actually, yeah, because your ideal client, depending on, on what, you know, business space you're in is typically you two years ago. Mm. Your struggles are the same. Mm. Your problems are the same. Your mindset issues are the same. Um, So if you market to yourself two years ago, Wow, you you know exactly you know exactly Dang. who you're speaking to. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's good stuff right there. <laughs> that's like maybe start thinking like that is real good. I like yep. So yep. so, because I mean just from just from speaking to you, it's like you have a lot of uh, I can tell like a lot of um, leadership like qualities. Um, mm-hmm. Where where did, where did that stem from? Like, did, I guess were you? Oh my god! Like, That's like so childhood? weird that you asked that question. <laughs> no, I am a leadership nerd. You guys, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I really like a leadership you could nerd. really get me on a soapbox right now. First time I heard yes, those words. Like, yeah. I research it. I research the crap out of like good leadership and good management skills. Mm. Um, I watch YouTube videos. Mm. It's really dorky i don't even like to admit this but yeah i I do i i listen to like managerial and like leadership podcasts it's stupid so 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 it's been more so recently it hasn't like you haven't always been this way no i've been this way for a very long time because again remember my day job right my normal nine to five job i was a general manager of a team of 38 people yeah and one of my biggest um 
my biggest passions was I want to be the person I would want to work for. Mm. Um, and, and I want to um, be a good mixture of, I wanted to be a good mixture of, I wanted to be compassionate, yeah. but I also have a very unique, I, I look much younger than what I actually am. And I'm, I'm very physically, I'm very small. Um, and because of those two physical characteristics, I was always very well aware of it. Um, and I never wanted my physical appearance to let people either walk all over me, number mm, one, man. or not take me serious seriously. It's okay? so facts right there. Hold, so hold the thought and I'll just to give you some juxtaposition. I'm I'm he, I'm a <laughs> big dude, like physically. Right. And Uncle Chris is a very large guy. <laughs> <laughs> I often find myself having to do the opposite of you where mm. I'm in situations where people uh, from the on onset, you know, I'll meet with folks and, you know, several weeks later is like, man, you're, you're a really good guy. I'm like, what do you mean? There's like, man, when I first met you, you were so intimidating. And I'm like, I didn't, we didn't even talk at that time. Like what was so intimidating about <laughs> right. me? Um, but yeah, I, it's weird that you say that because I feel like I'm, I have to sort of lead in with, the opposite of what everyone is thinking mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I'm such a same big black dude. Yeah. Same. Uh, I, I mean, like, <laughs> right, I, I, right. I was in that same boat, like, especially like, I guess coming, coming from where I'm from, like, um, everyone's just kind of has that hard, you know, personality, hard tone. And you yeah. got everyone, you yeah. gotta be hard. Yeah. 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 And, yep. um, when I came here to Texas, I, I kind of had to shift that mindset, especially <laughs> if I wanted to be in business. Yeah. I had to, you know, mm -hmm. put on a smile. And now I feel like people who, who I've met and, and I've grown close to here, they, they can't even imagine me not, you know, having a smile and yeah, just being kind of yeah. excited about, about things. Cause <laughs> like it, it wasn't, I, right. I, I had that hard personality and that was just kind of how, how things were, how, mm. how things were. But it's kind of funny how, how you kind of describe, you have to, um, set the tone and mm -hmm. to take to people so people can take you serious. Yeah. 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 So that was an interesting struggle that, that I battled um, when I, and, and again, who knows if it was something I just made up in my head mm, um, that's true. or because no one ever was like, Oh, um, little girl, you know, mm. they would, I wish first off. <laughs> I oh, wish. Man. I'm oh. flying. Oh, flying I whoever's. <laughs> that, that would be, we would have a serious problem. Um, feet under right but, there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that is kind of my, Oh, weirdness when it comes to my uh, dorky leadership mm. skill obsession. It's were, really weird. So, like, since you were in gymnastics, like, as a at a young age, like, were you, mm. like, mm -hmm. captain of, of the team or anything like that, or? No, um, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a high school team. It's a private club. Oh, um, so yeah. they don't, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't do, like, um, captain type roles um i i to be honest with you in regards to like leadership in my younger years i was never that kid mm. was never that oh i'll be the line leader you guys follow me we're gonna right. go here and do this um i am the oldest um, so that makes a difference yeah i i am the oldest child um and i do think that tends to be 
um, like a birth order trait. As Chris <laughs> for, knows, for he's sure. married to an oldest. Yeah. Um, I'm, we I'm, the oldest, I'm of, the oldest too of six. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we just kind of um, take charge. We make the best of the situation. Um, you know, we, we play the hands, the cards were dealt and that's, (laughs) so I'm not sure where this came from. Mm -hmm. It was really just that when I was giving the ability, when I was giving the opportunity to lead a group of people, it was honestly one of the very first things I was like, okay, well, I need to really, really research this because I, I don't want to be a boss and I don't want I don't even like that. I, I want yeah. to lead, yes. I don't want to be a boss. I, I just wanted to lead them. So mm. man, that's that's big. That's, that's like where that don't came be about. A boss, then, be a leader. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I like that. I like I think that. That's the, the, title. <laughs> the title for sure, for sure. So um real quick, since we we're you guys kinda of talking about your younger younger years, who who were you in high mm-hmm. school? <laughs> this is Rude's favorite question. I, 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 I love I love that question because I feel like that that like that part of time in people's life that w- that's what that's what stems them to who they are right now because either oh god i really hope not well, i mean I, I mean it's because either, either they're like they were you know a lot of times they're trying to just fight fight to be the opposite of who they were a lot of times mm, yeah. i mean like, at least that, that's yeah. what that's what kind of drives me um, because yeah. I was, I mean, I, I, can, I can, I can go into it, but this is, this is your question. Not, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> what were you um, like in high school? So who, what was I like in high school? Well, first off for you guys to even know what I was like in high school, I have to tell you where I'm from because it's very, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went to a high school in which there were 78 people in my class. Oh, Wow. They all look just like me. Seventy-eight people in just the whole school, or it's just in your in my your, graduating your, class. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so there were under four hundred in the school, like wow. three fifty in the school. My my graduating um, class was like five six hundred people. <laughs> yeah, that's insane to me. Um, <laughs> so from a very very small school, from a very 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 small community, mm. um, and and it was just so different Mm. from where I am now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very thankful for, for where I grew up. I was able to um, experience different things in my childhood that many kids aren't um, simply because it was just, I mean, in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So there was no, there was nothing going on that was, you know, any sort of, you know, questionable or dangerous mm. situations. Yeah. Right. Um, but in high school, I was, uh, I mean, <laughs> talkative. I was always like the kid that my parents would go to parent teacher conferences and, oh, you know, she's, she's, she talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I was like super, super talkative and outgoing. I didn't really like, School, it didn't. It never came easy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to really, 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 really work um, at my grades, and even then, I was very average mm-hmm. um, in regards to, you know, grades. But mm-hmm. uh, I was um, pretty 
straight like I never I never drank I never smoked I went to parties all the time I just <laughs> you know one one thing about me is I'm very stubborn and I really hate being told what to do Ooh. like I hate it <laughs> um, oh, like man. I, I despise it. it it should actually be you, like that's why you and Catherine get along so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't don't tell me what to do it oh, should be man. like a tagline on my business card like Heather Helms business uh, coach like don't tell me what to do um, <laughs> um and it's not that i can't work with people i can but like we're gonna work together we work yeah. as a group you know so anyway um so yeah that's i i never like fell into peer pressure because i like i said i went to parties all the time where there was always drinking and you know other things that take place at parties that and i just was never interested in it but you know Smoking what jewels, you know, maybe? Yeah, no, no, one, no one ever like really tried to get me to do anything because they knew it just wasn't gonna happen i was still having fun don't get me wrong but so you're a straight edge oh. talkative person yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes yeah. sense so um you you mentioned that um I kind of call in like when you mentioned that there's a small, small town with a lot of people that look <laughs> like you. Um, oh, only, only people that only people only. Yeah. So, so how was it um, experiencing the? Um, I don't know how, how to put this. Like the, the, I would say the real world of, of, of people. How, how was it when I uh, left Manchester, Michigan? Right. Um, it was normal. It was great. It was normal. Was um, it not like a culture shock for you? No. Mm. No, okay. it definitely wasn't a culture shock, but I, I think it's because I was ready to move forward. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think culture shocks like that happen when people are still living in um, where, where they came from, right? Yeah. Because I, I do know for a fact that there were many people that I went to school with when they moved to college, they experienced what you just called yeah. right. culture shock. But I think it's because they were like, um, my best friend and I call them lifers. Like they <laughs> just want to like stay back in that little town, like oh, forever. Yeah. And just, yeah. So, um, and they don't, they don't know like, how to adapt. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Or they're not interested. Right. Yeah. And, right. and that's, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast topic that mm -hmm. we could uh, discuss here with right. all of our experiences. I, I, can, um, I can definitely dive which, into, the, into that one. Which I'm not, like, opposed to if you want to. Uh, <laughs> just, just pivot. Absolutely. Like, I'm for it. Like, let's... Yeah. I, the more that we talk about topics like this, um, the, the better it is, in all honesty. No, no it's, for sure. it's, funny that, you, it's funny you say that because just even some of the feedback we've been getting with the podcast talking about i mean we we definitely try to stay on task and and keep it about business but for sure you know we can't help not to talk about just the real things about life real black, life you know and you mm -hmm. know what, in Absolutely. your situation like being a woman in business and yep. you know i think the more that we talk about these things the more understanding that someone may find because they you know they just kind of experience the norm and think everything is just peachy keen and it's like no yeah this is right. not really like that this is kind of what we experience and i've had you know a couple of people just like man you know like one of our last episodes there's like dude there was some magic inside of that mm. stuff um mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. we we really got vulnerable and yeah. started talking about just some i mean, I think some really things that things that needed to be talked about right so yeah 
yeah. we are uh, definitely more than open to that. And I think it's, I, I think just kind of being in this cohort of an entrepreneur, which I hate using that w- word, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it is nice to share those stories and those, mm-hmm. you know, and we find commonality, even though, yeah, you grew up in Manchester and it's vastly different than my upbringing in, mm-hmm. in Detroit, but I'm, there are things that I can relate to as a teenager right. going yeah. partying. Cause yeah. I was drinking, and there's, I was smoking. <laughs> I was out yeah. here, <laughs> but I remember those kids who were like you like, Oh yeah, just leave her alone. She's great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, the main reason why I was asking that question is because um, for me, um, like I mentioned, so I'm from New Orleans and I, when I came here to Texas, it was a complete different um, uh, culture than I was used to. Because mm. like, 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 mm-hmm. like you mentioned, you know, it was a lot of people that was just like me yeah. um, in mm-hmm. my community and, and mm-hmm. where I was from. Yeah, and um, then coming coming to Texas, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like a whole nother it's Hispanic people. Yeah, exactly. The- <laughs> I was like, what, what what is this? There's you know, there's all these Latinos everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't used to it whatsoever, yeah. and um, I mean, uh, like it's just uh, like that community was not kind of present, uh, at least not not where I was from. Yeah, um, yeah. Growing right. Up. And um, right. It, it definitely threw me off a little bit. It threw me off, but it wasn't in a bad way. It was just like like. Uh, it kind of opened my eyes yeah. more to, to, yes. to, to, to yes. things. But it's new. It's, it's, um, fulfilling because you do get to experience different, different people and, and different, you know, cultures and uh, different food. That's like, right. Great. That, yeah. That, I mean, and, and that part really, I mean, intrigued me just because it was a new thing. Most people, like you mentioned before, who are lifers, yeah. <laughs> they, they kind of fall back. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't like that. It kind of, you know, push, push it away and then go back yeah. to what they're yeah. accustomed to. For me, I was, yep. that intrigued me to kind of dive deeper more. I mean, that's, so my, my wife, she's half, half Hispanic, half white. So it was <laughs> it, it, like, obviously intrigued me a lot when I, when I came, yeah, came out so here. Much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Huh? Well, same. Uh, no, no. I <laughs> guess, I guess my situation is the same. It intrigued me so much where I, uh, <laughs> you want, you wanted to know more. <laughs> I'll, I'll marry you and I'll have a baby. Yeah, her. If, well, again, if anybody who is listening to this, Heather is my <laughs> sister. Is it? Would it be like in-law, in-law? How does that work? Like, no, like I, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. I, obviously, yeah. I call you my sister, but you're yeah. my sister through some. My wife. You're yeah. married to my wife's brother. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So it's not like an in-law, in-law. It's something weird. But anyways. <laughs> Um, and Catherine is, Catherine is black and her brother's black. So, <laughs> read between the lines. No, okay. <laughs> Heather's married to a black man, guys. Um, yes, I a couple of questions in closing. Like we definitely would love yeah. to talk forever cause we tend to, we tend to go longer than what we were expected. Um, like what would you, for, for, you know, you, we talked about you two years ago for, you two years mm-hmm. two years ago, mm-hmm. you know what advice would you give to you two use two years ago? You know, setting out uh, to get in business, and you cool. know you might be in the situation where you have these multiple life changing events. New, you know, you're married, new child, new yep. town, yep. new city. I mean, yep. what would you tell yourself? Oh 
oh my god sorry i i i'm finding that like i often ask these really deep hard oh, questions yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, I mean, that even this, i couldn't answer question, <laughs> this question is hard simply because as chris knows this past year has been extremely difficult mm. um and so what I would tell myself two years from now, I think would be don't look like too far ahead and just really kind of focus on each day as it comes. Mm. Um, taking one step at a time, you know, yeah. you're stronger and you're, you're, you get stronger and you get better with every step. So just mm. like stronger, better, stronger, better, stronger, better. Yeah. Um, and then that, that I was that I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that I am good enough. I am smart enough. I am um, capable. Man, we need to yeah, do a I show think. about just um, what's the word? You know, imposter syndrome. Oh like, man, yeah. just, we need to like, yeah. like have a panel of right. a bunch of people who are self-employed entrepreneurs and just kind of yes. talk about that. I right. think that would be good. So yeah, you really do. It's it's such a. It's such a thing that we we all as business owners all of us so yeah much. for sure but, but we're the only ones right we're the only ones <laughs> just, me. Yeah. just me yeah that, that's that's facts right yeah. there that's facts mm-hmm. so um what what is the um um uh, the your end goal with it are, are you going to keep the egg the egg the game goal are, are you going to are you going <laughs> to stay stay in your um managerial role or is your plan ultimately to, to <laughs> branch off and and uh, my my plan is to keep doing what's fulfilling to me. Mm. Um, it, yeah, so that's that's my plan. Mm. I, which is, I, I am such a planner. I am the most like type A person <laughs> you've ever met in your life. What's up um, with all these planners? Man? <laughs> yeah, Catherine's we had a, a conversation. Planner. Oh yeah, Gru's yeah. wife is a planner. Right. Yeah, it's a. I mean, obviously, we it's think dangerous. it's the best thing of all time, but I also know that it's like it takes a special person to tolerate it. So, mm, well, thank um, you for that. I, little compliment. You. We'll take that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I, I that's that's my plan is to keep doing what is fulfilling to me. If when I when I start feeling like a lack of fulfillment, um, then I will, you know, take the the facts at hand and, and make the decision that's best for myself and that's yeah. best for my family. Cause it's not just about me anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's about all of us. We're, Makes we're, sense. we're one. So, so, so it sounds like you'd like to, I guess, be, be at a point and when you feel that almost that, that comfort coming in, you want to shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I like I that. I get bored. No, like that. Yeah, I get bored. That's actually Same a great. Here. When's your birthday, Heather? April thirtieth. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm the same way. We're all, but yeah, that... Catherine, Ryan, yeah. myself, we're all April babies. That's a no. That, that that's a great trait because uh, I've always learned that um, if you if you stay in your comfort zone for too long, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you 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 can no no longer reach growth. Yeah. You can only yeah. you can only grow within that the uncomfortable phase um, yeah. and stages of life. Yeah, that's good. Well, I read this quote once that it was kind of similar to what you just said. It said like greatness doesn't come from the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's, right. Hundred percent. 
definitely that's what entrepreneurship is i think um Mm -hmm. is that whole i don't know if i used this before it may be in some episode that we may not ever release or got (laughs) lost but uh tapes i feel like i i always say you'll hear me talk about entrepreneurship as this road trip with this endless destination and that's kind of Mm -hmm. you when you talked about earlier, you know, climbing this endless mountain, mountain oh, man. I just, I see it as this endless road trip, you right? Know? it's just, mm-hmm. just constantly driving, constantly driving. And sometimes it's like you get into this desert at night where there's no ambient light whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There's no street lights. It's just the lights from your vehicle mm. and your vehicle lights can only project so far mm. ahead of you, but you don't stop, right? You keep driving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, you keep going. You keep going forward. And yep. that's kind of what I see it is, you know, is I'm on yeah. this road trip and I don't, you know, of course I know I want to go here. I want to check out this place and check out R- Mount Rushmore, but I don't know when I'm going to get there. Man, you know, I can good. put a date yep. to it. Um, yep. But sometimes it's just like, you just got to wake up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's yep, good. Man. Well, Heather, it has been... Oh, this has been actually a fun conversation. It's been real fun. Um, I liked Yay, it. thanks, guys. <laughs> Where can I appreciate? Go ahead. I'm I sorry. appreciate your points of view. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and and speak with you and your audience, and and I appreciate you asking um, the good questions. Mm. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. Where can our guests <laughs> find you? And we'll put it, yeah, we'll put so, it in the show notes. Well, well, I'm super excited that I'm getting a new website next Ooh. week. So that is awesome. Um, so my website address is heatherhelmsconsulting.com. And I'm on Instagram like all the time, as mm-hmm. Chris knows. And my Instagram <laughs> handle is heather.hhc. Nice. Nice. And to make yeah. sure, Heather, um, is that website going to stay the same, the new one? Yeah, my okay. address is staying the Perfect. Same. Yeah. I'm going to start calling you Triple H. <laughs> Heather <laughs> Hustling Helms. Oh, yeah. Heather Hustling Helms. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh. well, you can get like shirt, family shirts made. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm going to see y'all for Thanksgiving. Safe I'll travels. see you in two days, Uncle Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to air, so. This is uh we'll see. I might we might put this out next week. Yeah. Around Thanksgiving. So right, right. anyways, Heather, it's been good talking to you. Thank you guys oh, so yeah. much. I appreciate it. And have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Hey, you, you as too. well. Alrighty. Okay, bye guys. Bye bye. Well, that's the show, folks. Oh, Boss yeah. up and blessings. Peace. Thanks for listening to Levels the Podcast. Hey Rue. Where can they find us, man? People can find us on facebook.com slash levels.podcast. And that's going to be L-V-L-S dot podcast. Or Instagram at levels underscore podcast. And that is L-V-L-S underscore podcast. Follow, like, share. You can also shoot us an email at levels.podcast at gmail.com. That's L-V-L-S dot podcast at gmail.com. 